I'm going to start this episode like I did the last episode I did on the Revelation timeline with a picture I want to paint for you guys. Imagine a time in the world where complete and utter chaos is going on. Where it's so bad, even your worst nightmare, it it doesn't even come close. A time where the earth is burnt to a crisp on one side and is coming to pieces on the other side. And this time is the tribulation period, the time after the church leaves the seven years that this earth will face after the church is gone will be the worst time on this earth. Jesus even said, it will be like a time that has never happened before. It's going to be the worst time on earth. And you don't want to be here for that. So now is a better time as any to become saved. To put your faith in Jesus Christ. And at the end of this of this uh, podcast, I will explain to you how you will get saved. God willing, he doesn't rapture me in the middle of making this. But those that need to get saved need to learn how to get saved and why they should get saved. So... Yeah, welcome back to part two and might be the only second part to or the only other part to the Revelation timeline on this podcast. All right, guys, enjoy. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Revelation podcast, the Revelation, the book in the Bible that's about the present and the future. Um, and I like to clarify in every single video now that I say that Revelation is not the only book in the Bible that's about the future and the present. It's also, there's also other books, but that's just what the podcast is named, just because I wanted to name it around the times we were in. Anyway, so this is part two and probably our last and only part, maybe. I don't know. We've got quite a few more slides to go through on the Revelation timeline. So, Last um, last time we did this, we went through, <clears throat> if you guys have not already um, watched that or listened to that, so we did the pre-tribulation, uh, we did the rapture, the judgment seat, the marriage of the lamb, the Magog invasion, the battle of Gog and Magog, and now we are on to the tribulation, which is the 70th week of Daniel. So we are now back and we are ready to go here. All right, <clears throat> so tribulation, the 70th week of Daniel. It's important that we learn what this period is, especially for non-believers know what this tribulation is. Tribulation is a very, very terrible time that's going to happen on this earth. And um, us, our job here in the church age is to get people, help get people saved so they don't have to go through this tribulation so a tri- a seven year period of distress for the world especially israel uh, it's also called the time of jacob's trouble uh jacob being israel so the whole point in the tribulation period is to get israel to repent because israel is a jewish state and jews are god's chosen people and they do not believe that Jesus is their Messiah. They believe he was a good dude. They believe he was a prophet, but they do not believe that Jesus was their Messiah. And their whole God's whole goal for the tribulation is to get them to repent and realize that Jesus is their Messiah. Now we go into <clears throat> Jeremiah 30 verses 3 through 9. For behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and Judah, the Lord says. I will also bring them back to the land that I gave 
to their forefathers, and they shall possess it. So after a certain time, Israel fell, and Christ said himself that they will be a nation again. And once this happens, that generation will not come to pass. It's called the fig tree generation, which I will have a podcast 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 about later on. Now, these are the words which Lord, the Lord spoke concerning Israel and concerning Judah. <clears throat> For thus says the Lord, I have heard a sound of terror, of dread, and there is no peace. Ask now and see if a male can give birth. Why do I not why do I see every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in childbirth and why have all faces turned pale alas for that day is great there is none like it and it is the time of Jacob's distress but he will be saved from it it shall come from it shall come about on that day declares the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off their neck and will tear off their bonds, and strangers will no longer make them their slaves. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them after the tribulation. <coughs> that was Jeremiah 30, um, 33 through 9. And here is Daniel 12, verse 1. Now at the time, Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people will arise, and there will be a time of distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And at that time, your people, everyone who is found written in the book, will be rescued. <clears throat> All right. So now we move on to the fulfillment of Daniel's prophecy, which is about 70 weeks. And the biblical timeline, 70 weeks is a is of seven years. So it says 70 weeks or units of seven have been dis, have been decreed for you for your people, Israel, and your holy city, Jerusalem, to finish or restrain the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make atonement for iniquity to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place, so you are to know and discern that from the issuing <clears throat> of a decree, to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah, the prince, or an anointed one, there will be seven weeks, and 62 weeks it will be built again meaning the third temple will be built again with plaza and moat even in times of distress then after the 62 weeks the messiah will be cut off and have nothing and the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary and its or his end will come with a flood even to the end there will be war Desolations are determined, or war will be decreed for desolations. <coughs> okay, so the seventy, the seventy is the units of seven, which are four hundred and ninety years. So the first sixty-nine equals seven plus sixty-two units, i.e., four hundred and eighty-three years. And this describes the time from. Araxias, I don't know how to say that word, guys, um, giving permission to the Jews to rebuild Jerusalem, issuing of a word to Jesus entering Jerusalem as Messiah. Jesus was subsequently crucified or cut off, and Jerusalem and its temple were destroyed by the Romans. The materialization of the final unit has been suspended. Note that everlasting righteousness has not yet been brought in, nor has the most holy Jesus been anointed. Jesus himself spoke of the tribulation and the Olivet Discourse here in Matthew 24, uh, 21 through 20, 
5, it says this, For then there will be a great tribulation, such has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now. This is what I was talking about earlier. Nor ever will, unless those days have been cut short. No life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, or chosen ones, those days will be cut short. Meaning, he's talking about the Jews at that time and the tribulation saints. Then if anyone says to you, Behold, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders, so as to mislead, if possible, even elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. So he's talking about, so there has been, antichrist that have come and declare themselves as christ but there's going to be one main antichrist that's going to come and we're about to talk to talk about him right now it says the antichrist symbolically the beast from the sea and the false prophet so i personally believe the false prophet is pope francis just the things he's been saying but it could be somebody else who knows symbolically the beast from the land rule over the earth and the antichrist confirms a covenant so this is to happen after the rapture we on we the church will not know who the antichrist is because he is not going to be revealed until the church is out of here so it says the antichrist confirms a covenant or a peace treaty between israel and other nations during this time so and he talking about the antichrist will be will make a firm covenant with the many for one week. And that's in Daniel 9, 27. <clears throat> and, and like I said um, in my past podcast, the reason why the Antichrist cannot be revealed is because he contains Satan's spirit in him. And Satan and his demons cannot come down here and torment the earth until after the restrainer is out of the way. We, the church, are the restrainer. We are holding the Holy Spirit inside of us. All right, next is two-thirds of Israel perishes, and the remaining third recognizes Christ as Lord. Here in Zechariah 13, 8-9 says this, It will come about in all the land, declares the Lord, that two, that two parts in it will be cut off and perish, but the third will be left in it, and I will bring the third part through the fire. Find them, <clears throat> refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested, and they will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, there are my people, and they will say, the Lord is my God. <clears throat> and then the third temple built in Jerusalem. Here in Revelation 11, 1, there was given to there was given me a measuring rod like a staff, and someone said, Get up and measure the temple or sanctuary of God and the altar and those who worship it. Next here is the two witnesses prophesy. Leave out, or sorry, this is Revelation 11, 2, 3. Leave out the court, which is outside the temple, and do not measure it, for it has been given to the nations, and they will tread underfoot the holy city for 42 months and i will grant authority to my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1260 days i.e three and a half times 360 where 360 is a length of a prophetic year and they will be clothed in sackcloth so there has been some talk about who these two witnesses are some people feel like they're um some people that wrote some books in the bible because it did talk about some people that did write books in the bible did not pass away they were raptured um so it is a possibility that they will be returning um and it says here after these three and a half years they are killed by the antichrist here in revelation eleven seven. When they have finished their testimony, the beast co- that comes up out of the abyss will make war with them and overcome th- overcome them and kill them. 
and here in Revelation 11, 11 through 12, but after three and a half days, the breath of life from God came into them and they stood on their feet and great fear fell upon those who were watching them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. Then they went to heaven, up into heaven in the cloud and their enemies watched them. <clears throat> so these two witnesses were killed and then they rose again and then they were raptured. Isn't that crazy? And then an earthquake subsequently destroys one-tenth of Jerusalem and kills 7,000. Here in Revelation 11, 13, it's, it's kind of crazy how God just, he exact numbers he puts in. And in that hour, there was a great earthquake and a tenant of the city fell. 7,000 people were killed in the earthquake and the rest were terrified and gave glory to God, to the God of heaven. <clears throat> That's crazy, guys. Now we're getting into the Great Tribulation, which is the last three and a half years of the seven-year tribulation. So you have the Tribulation, and then you have the Great Tribulation, and the Great Tribulation is God dealing with it now. God's about to start dealing with it. He's about to get in here, and he's about to get all sorts of kicking booty. Um, here in Revelation 13, 5 through 6 says this, There was given to him a mouth speaking arrogant words. Talking, Him is talking about the Antichrist and blas, blasphemy, blasphemies, excuse me, and authority to act for 42 months, i.e. three and a half years was given to him. And he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God to blasphemy his name and, and his tabernacle, that is, those who dwell in heaven. So he is just going off on God, Jesus, and the church that has been raptured. He's he's just going off about everybody that's in heaven. <clears throat> Here in Daniel 12, 6 through 7 says this, and one, and one said to the man dressed in linen who was above the waters in the river, how long will it be until the end of these wonders? I heard a man dressed in linen. I heard the man dressed in linen who was above the waters of the river as he raised his right hand and his left toward heaven. He swore by him who lives forever that it would be for a time, times, and time a half. And as soon as they finish shattering the power of the holy people, all these events will be completed. In the last three and a half years of the tribulation, beginning with the abomination of desolation. So the saints talking about the tribulation saints, the saints, the people that be, that came to Christ over the tribulation were handed over to the antichrist. And it says this here in revelation 13, seven, it was also given to him to make war with the saints and overcome them and authority <clears throat> over every tribe and people and tongue and nation was given to him. <clears throat> he will speak out against the most high and wear down the saints of the highest one. And he will intend to make alterations in the times in law. And they will be given into, <clears throat> and they will be given into his hand for a time, times and times a half. That was Daniel seven twenty five. <clears throat> And it says times, times, and times a half is generally understood to mean a year, two years, and half a year, uh, i.e. Three, uh, three and a half years, which is constant with the description in Revelation 13. Um, I, don't, I can't believe this is not in here. They don't have the mark of the beast in here. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Hold on, guys. I thought we had the mark of the beast in here somewhere. Um, so I guess we're just going to have to talk about the mark at some point, um, I reckon. So now we are on to the abomination of desolation, uh, which is what happens. <clears throat> this occurs halfway, uh, three and a half through the tribulation. The Antichrist puts an end to the sacrifice and offering and sets up an abom abomination in his temple. But in the middle of the week, he will stop 
to sacrifice and gain offering. And on the wing of abominations will come one who makes de- desolate even until <clears throat> a complete destru- destru- destruction, uh, one that is decreed, is poured out <clears throat> on one who makes desolate. And those in Ju- that was Daniel nine twenty seven. Those in Judea are told by Jesus to flee to the mountains. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Excuse me. Um, so we're going to stop right there. And then I'm going to get to the Mark of the Beast. I'm going to open up my Bible for that one. Uh, because it is very important that you guys know what the mark is. So I'm going to stop recording. And then I will bring it back in with uh, the Mark of the Beast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Revelation podcast, uh, Revelation, the book in the Bible that's about the present and the future. Um, And I like to clarify in every single video now that I say that Revelation is not the only book in the Bible that's about the future and the present. It's also there's also other books, but that's just what the podcast is named just because I wanted to name it around the times we were in. Anyway, so this is part two and probably our last and only part, maybe. I don't know. We've got quite a few more slides to go through on the Revelation timeline. So last um, last time we did this, we went through, <clears throat> if you guys have not already um, watched that or listened to that. So we did the pre-tribulation. Uh, we did the rapture, the judgment seat the marriage of the lamb, the Magog invasion, the battle of Gog and Magog. And now we are on to the tribulation, which is the 70th week of Daniel. So we are now back and we are ready to go here. All right. So tribulation, the 70th week of Daniel. It's important that we learn what this period is, especially for non-believers know what this tribulation is is tribulation is a very very terrible time that's going to happen on this earth and um us our job here in the church age is to get people help get people saved so they don't have to go through this tribulation so a trip a seven-year period of distress for the world especially israel Uh, it's also called the time of jacob's trouble uh, Jacob being Israel. So the whole point in the tribulation period is to get Israel to repent because Israel is a Jewish state and Jews are God's chosen people and they do not believe that Jesus is their Messiah. They believe he was a good dude. They believe he was a prophet, but they do not believe that Jesus was their Messiah and their whole God's whole goal is for the tribulation is to get them to repent and realize that Jesus is their Messiah. Now we go into Jeremiah 30 verses three through nine for behold days are coming declares the Lord when I will restore the fortunes of my people, Israel and Judah. The Lord says, I will also bring them back to the land that I gave to their forefathers and they shall possess it so after a certain time israel fell and christ said himself that they will be a nation again and once this happens that generation will not come to pass it's called the fig tree generation which i will have a podcast 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 about later on now these are the words which lord the lord spoke concerning Israel and concerning Judah. For thus says the Lord, I have heard a sound of terror, of dread, and there is no peace. Ask now and see if a male can give birth. Why do I not why do I see every man with his hands on his loins, as a woman in childbirth? And why have all faces turned pale? Alas, for that day is great, there is none like it, and 
it is the time of Jacob's distress, but he will be saved from it. It shall come from it shall come about on that day, declares the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off their neck and will tear off their bonds, and strangers will no longer make them their slaves. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them after the tribulation. <coughs> that was Jeremiah 30 through, um, 33 through 9. And here is Daniel 12, verse 1. Now at the time, Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people, will arise, and there will be a time of distress, such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And at that time, your people, everyone who is found written in the book, will be rescued. <clears throat> All right, so now we move on to the fulfillment of Daniel's prophecy, which is about 70 weeks. And the biblical timeline, 70 weeks is a is of seven years. So it says 70 weeks or units of seven have been dis, have been decreed for you for your people, Israel, and your holy city, Jerusalem, to finish or restrain the transgression to make an end of sin, to make atonement for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place, so you are to know and discern that from the issuing <clears throat> of a decree, to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah, the prince, or an anointed one, there will be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks it will be built again, meaning the third temple will be built again with plaza and moat, even in times of distress. Then after the 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. And the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary and its or his end will come with a flood. Even to the end, there will be war. Desolations are determined, or war will be decreed for desolations. <coughs> okay, so the 70, the 70 is the units of seven, which are 490 years. So the first 69 equals 7 plus 62 units, i.e. 483 years. And this describes the time from... Araxias, I don't know how to say that word, guys, um, giving permission to the Jews to rebuild Jerusalem, issuing of a word to Jesus entering Jerusalem as Messiah. Jesus was subsequently crucified or cut off, and Jerusalem and its temple were destroyed by the Romans. The materialization of the final unit has been suspended. Note that everlasting righteousness has not yet been brought in, nor has the most holy Jesus been anointed. Jesus himself spoke of the tribulation and the Olivet Discourse. Here in Matthew 24, uh, 21 through 25, it says this, <clears throat> For then there will be a great tribulation, such has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now. This is what I was talking about earlier. Nor ever will unless those days have been cut short no life would have been saved but for the sake of the elect or chosen ones those days will be cut short meaning he's talking about the jews at that time in the tribulation saints then if anyone says to you behold here is the christ or there he is do not believe him for false christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead if possible even elect behold i have told you in advance <clears throat> so he's talking about so there has been antichrists that have come and declared themselves as christ but there's going to be 
one main antichrist that's going to come and we're about to talk to talk about him right now it says the antichrist symbolically the beast from the sea and the false prophet so i personally believe the false prophet is pope francis just the things he's been saying but it could be somebody else who knows symbolically the beast from the land rule over the earth and the antichrist confirms a covenant so this is to happen after the rapture we on um, we the church will not know who the antichrist is because he is not going to be revealed until the church is out of here so it says the antichrist confirms a covenant or a peace treaty between israel and other nations <clears throat> during this time so and he talking about the antichrist will be will make a firm covenant with the many for one week and that's in daniel 9 27 <clears throat> and and like i said um in my past podcast the reason why the antichrist cannot be revealed is because he contains satan's spirit in him and satan and his demons cannot come down here and torment the earth until after the restrainer is out of the way we the church are the restrainer we are holding the holy spirit inside of us All right, next is two-thirds of Israel perishes, and the remaining third recognizes Christ as Lord. Here in Zechariah 13, 8-9 says this, It will come about in all the land, declares the Lord, that two, that two parts in it will be cut off and perish, but the third will be left in it, and I will bring the third part through the fire, Find them, <clears throat> refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested, and they will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, there are my people, and they will say, the Lord is my God. <clears throat> and then the third temple built in Jerusalem. Here in Revelation 11, 11, 1, there was given to there was given me a measuring rod like a staff, and someone said, Get up and measure the temple or sanctuary of God and the altar and those who worship it. Next here is the two witnesses prophesy. <clears throat> Leave out, or sorry, this is Revelation 11, 2, 3. Leave out the court which is outside the temple and do not measure it for it has been given to the nations and they will tread underfoot the holy city for 42 months and i will grant authority to my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1260 days i.e. three and a half times 360 where 360 is a length of a prophetic year and they will be clothed in sackcloth <clears throat> so there has been some talk about who these two witnesses are some people feel like they're um some people that wrote some books in the bible because it did talk about some people that did write books in the bible did not pass away they were raptured um so it is a possibility that they will be returning um and it says here after these three and a half years they are killed by the antichrist here in revelation eleven seven. When they have finished their testimony, the beast co that comes up out of the abyss will make war with them and overcome th overcome them and kill them. And here in Revelation 11, 11 through 12, but after three and a half days, the breath of life from God came into them and they stood on their feet and great fear fell upon those who were watching them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. Then they went to heaven up into heaven in the cloud and their enemies watched them <clears throat> so these two witnesses were killed and then they rose again and then they were raptured isn't that crazy and then an earthquake subsequently destroys one-tenth of jerusalem and kills seven thousand here in revelation eleven thirteen. It's, it's kind of crazy how God just, he exact numbers he puts in. And in that hour, there was a great earthquake, and a tenant of the city fell, 
7,000 people were killed in the earthquake, and the rest were terrified and gave glory to God, to the God of heaven. <clears throat> That's crazy, guys. Now we're getting into the Great Tribulation, which is the last three and a half years of the seven-year tribulation. So you have the tribulation, and then you have the Great Tribulation, and the Great Tribulation is god dealing with it now god's about to start dealing with it he's about to get in here and he's about to get all sorts of kicking booty um here in revelation 13 5 through 6 says this there was given to him a mouth speaking arrogant words talking him is talking about the antichrist and blas blasphemy blasphemies excuse me and authority to act for 42 months i.e three and a half years was given to him and he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God to blasphemy his name and, and his tabernacle, that is, those who dwell in heaven. So he is just going off on God, Jesus, and the church that has been raptured. He's, he's just going off about everybody that's in heaven. <coughs> Here in Daniel 12, 6 through 7 says this, and one... And one said to the man dressed in linen, who was above the waters in the river, How long will it be until the end of these wonders? I heard a man dressed in linen I heard the man dressed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, as he raised his right hand and his left toward heaven. He swore by him who lives forever that it will be for a time, times, and time a half, and as soon as they finish shattering the power of the holy people, all these events will be completed. In the last three and a half years of the tribulation, beginning with the abomination of desolation. So the saints, talking about the tribulation saints, the saints, the people that be, that came to Christ over the tribulation were handed over to the Antichrist. And it says this here in Revelation 13, 7, it was also given to him to make war with the saints and overcome them and authority <clears throat> over every tribe and people and tongue and nation was given to him. <clears throat> he will speak out against the Most High and wear down the saints of the Highest One, and he will intend to make alterations in the times in law, and they will be given into and they will be given into his hand for a time, times, and times a half. That was Daniel 7.25. <clears throat> and it says times, times, and times a half is generally understood to mean a year, two years, and half a year, uh, i.e. Three, uh, three and a half years, which is constant with the description in Revelation 13. Um I don't I can't believe this is not in here. They don't have the mark of the beast in here. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Hold on, guys. I thought we had the mark of the beast in here somewhere. Um so I guess we're just going to have to talk about the mark at some point. Um I reckon. So now we are on to the abomination of desolation, uh which is what happens. <clears throat> this occurs halfway uh, three and a half through the tribulation, the Antichrist puts an end to the sap sacrifice and offering and sets up an abom abomination in his temple. But in the middle of the week, he will stop to sacrifice and gain offering. And on the wing of abominations will come one who makes de desolate even until a complete destruction, uh, one that is decreed, is poured out <clears throat> on one who makes the oscillate. And those in Ju that was Daniel nine twenty seven. Those in Judea are told by Jesus to flee to the mountains. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Excuse me. Um, so we're going to stop right there. And then I'm going to get to the Mark of the Beast. I'm going to open up my Bible for that one. 
because it is very important that you guys know what the mark is. So I'm going to stop recording and then I will bring it back in with uh, the mark of the beast. All right, guys, after flipping through the pages and stuff, I found the verse. Let me move my Bible in front of me here. And here's what the Bible says about the mark here. So if you go to chapter 13, starting at verse 15, he, also known as the Antichrist, was given power to receive or to give breath to the image of the first beast so that it could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image of the Antichrist, is what they're talking about, the image, to be killed. He also forced everyone small and great and rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead. I don't want y'all to worry about this mark, uh, those of y'all that are believers, because we will not be here for this. So don't worry about this at all. So that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is a man's number, and his number is 666. So when we talk about the mark and we talk about everything going on in our world today, everybody keeps asking, is the vaccine the mark of the beast? We're all going to die. Run. It's the mark. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the mark. And I'm not saying that you should get it. I mean, it's up to you if you want it. But I will tell you one thing about the world we are living in right now. Those that think just because you get the vaccine, those that think that our world's going back to normal, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not. It's not going back to normal. Life as we knew it stopped last year, mid-March. That, that world we used to know is no longer. It died. It died a long time ago. And I feel the vaccine is not the mark, but it's preparing. It's It will eventually become the mark of the beast. And I get my views from J.D. Farag. Um, he's an excellent pastor in the state of Hawaii. Um, so if he ever ends up listening to this, I don't know if he will ever find this podcast, but Shout out to you, man. I, brother, you just <coughs> keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing the Lord's work, and I, I really, 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 really love it, man. Um, but I have to fully agree with him. I mean, he talks, he goes into depth, he goes in depth with this. He talks about the vaccine passports for identification that you have the vaccination, and you can just you you just look at it now guys it all started i mean we're being conditioned if i if i have to if i have to uh put that out there we are being conditioned as human beings we've been conditioned for the longest time um this coronavirus thing is just was just <clears throat> the thing that they wanted to do and uh the masks i mean just look at the mask we couldn't buy or sell without it. And now some places you can't buy or sell or even work without the vaccine. So, no, the vaccine's not the mark because, one, it's not a mark. It's working its way to it with that new tattoo uh, thing. It's working its way there. Um, it The mark is supposed to be an identification of who you are and very very soon it will be um, with the vaccine passports um, it doesn't cause for you to worship 
anybody um, and you're not being forced to take it. So that's the thing. But whenever we're seeing all this, we're kind of seeing the stage being set for the Antichrist to come. I mean, just look at it. We're all being, we're all looking at this stage being set. And I like, um, his name's Jack, Pastor Jack Hibbs. He has a church called Real Life in California. He does YouTube videos. So I watch him a lot as well. And um, I kind of liked his analogy of the tribulation coming. It's like, we're all sitting in the, in the audience and the curtain in between, in between scenes are like right whenever they're about to start. They are, you know, they're moving things around and we're just kind of us as us as Christians and watchmen. We're kind of just like, look, kind of you can kind of see through the net, but you really can't like through the screen, but you really can't. And you're seeing them place things and put them put things in certain places. You're like, oh, yeah, that belongs there. That belongs there, you know. And then once the church is gone, then the whole curtain moves aside and the things that we were warning people about have come true and are coming true. And it's a very, very scary time. And us as Christians should not be scared. We should be encouraged and to start looking up because (coughs) the times we are living in now are very exciting times. I knew, I know back in the day when, uh, when I would, think about the times we're living in it could be it was really scary for me but then i became closer to christ and i can and i became more knowledgeable about the stuff going on and the stuff i'm seeing around me and i'm like any day now any day now and god or christ will come back for his church so um use that as words of encouragement and i would like to pull up that verse um for encouragement encouragement excuse me um because let me tell you this verse has never been more encouraging um than (coughs) excuse me um is is never more encouraging than than this verse here let me get it pulled up here sorry i have like I have a lot of verses here that I have pulled up and I'm trying to scroll down to it. There it is. Let me click here. Nope, that's not it either. Daggum it, dude. There it is. So this is Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. To meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Guys, if you believe, if you're a believer in Christ, you're going in the rapture. This is your blessed hope. This is your blessed hope. Your blessed hope. Titus 2.18. Waiting for our blessed hope. God told you when these things begin to come to pass, look up. Not when these things have come to pass, because that's the people that believe in the mid-tribulation rapture and the post-tribulation rapture. It's whenever these things begin to come to pass. We're looking at the stage being set for the tribulation. We are right there, guys. We are right there, guys. We are so close to being there um, I mean, like we are, we are right there, guys. <coughs> Excuse me. So I want to bring y'all to JD Frog's philosophy here, and that is how you you can become saved, and it's this here. 
the it's the ABCs of salvation. Okay. This is what you need to do to start your walk with Christ. <clears throat> and we start with the A, admit, admit that you are a sinner and that you have made mistakes. This everybody should do this. We should still be doing this when we when we pray. Every single time we pray, Father, I am a sinner. I'm a born sinner, but with you, my sins have been washed away whenever you went up on that cross and you died for our sins. And then we move to B, believe that Jesus is God's son, died on the cross for you, and rose up from the grave on the third day. And lastly, that brings us to C, and that is confess, something we should do every time we pray because we sin on a daily basis. Confess Jesus as the Lord of your life and commit yourself to a life of following Jesus and serving others. It's so important for both of these, the following Jesus part and the serving others. Jesus told us to love one another, and that's what we are to do. Even though people that we talk to, we may despise, we may not like them, or what have you, we are to just allow ourselves to be the bigger person and to love them because we set an example like i like i said in my last or in my first sermon on here um how do we live our, our what kind of life we live we should be living a life that's setting an example for others especially those who have not yet received christ as their messiah so guys <coughs> I really hope you guys enjoyed this. So our next episode will be starting with the second coming of Christ in our tribulation, uh, in our revelation timeline. Um, But like I said, guys, the ship we're on right now is sinking. I like, I like that watchman on the wall. He always says this at the end of his videos. And he says, you, we need to get on the lifeboat. And that lifeboat is Jesus Christ. Guys, if you guys are not saved right now, Right now is a better time than any. Get saved. Become a follower of Christ because it'll be too late if you're not. The church will be gone and you'll be stuck in the seven-year tribulation. And I don't want that for y'all. So please, please, please practice the ABCs of salvation. If you would like to accept Christ into your life, the ABCs of salvation is a way you can become saved and just become start becoming a follower of Christ. Um, it's a wonderful thing, and I hope to see y'all in heaven very soon. Um, thank y'all so very much for listening. If you guys are new to this podcast, please continue listening. If you guys are needing encouragement, uh, especially if you're a non-believer, please keep listening. I do not want you to go through the times that are ahead. So please, please, please be listening to this podcast. I pray that you share this with people that you feel like need to listen to it because it is a very, it's going to be a very, very tough time. Uh, for those that are non-believers and that will be left behind. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share and don't forget to um, keep on listening for encouragement. Pray, read your Bible. Those are the best ways you can stay connected to Christ. Anyway, guys, love y'all and I will see y'all next time.